Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to Orange and Blue Blood, hosted by EJ Stewart and Tommy Beer. Let's get to it, New York. Let's begin now talking about Ryan Archie Diakono's return to the Knicks. So um, this weekend, the Knicks announced that they, they were bringing back Ryan Archie Diakono. He's been signed by the team. The reserve guard had joined the Knicks last season, but was included in a trade to Portland that netted uh, Knicks the, the Knicks uh, forward Josh Hart. So Archie Diakon, who was on the team last year, uh, was traded to Portland, then was a free agent, now back to the Knicks. Last season, he was essentially relegated to mop-up duty. Uh, he was basically playing in only Knicks blowouts. He averaged just 2.4 minutes a game in the 11 games that he played with the Knicks. He averaged less than a point a game in uh, the, the minutes that he played. But uh, according to SNY's Ian Bagley, the Knicks had actually valued Archie Diakono's role in the team. Tibbs uh, was a big fan of Ryan Archie Diakono, so much so that the team was actually reluctant to include him in the Josh Hart trade, but realized they had no choice uh, to in order to fulfill the salary cap requirements needed to make that deal. But the Knicks apparently did not want to include Ryan Archie Diakono in that move. So Arch is the fourth Villanova Wildcat on the Knicks roster. So you got Josh Hart, Jalen Brunson, and newly signed Nick Dante DiVincenzo joining Arch Diakono as the fourth uh, Villanova Wildcat on the Knicks. Uh, following the signing, which I thought was interesting, you had Josh Hart, who's always uh, having fun on Twitter. He tweeted, yo, Mikael Bridges, hit my phone. Want to run something by you real quick? Of course, Mikael Bridges, who stars for the Brooklyn Nets, plays across town. Also, of course, played at Villanova and recently played alongside Brunson and Hart for Team USA at the FIBA World Cup. So Josh Hart, always quick to troll, but it is interesting. <laughs> He's putting that tweet out there immediately after uh, Villanova Wildcat joins the Knicks yet again, this time a guy who was on the team who they brought back, even though he was, again, as Tommy mentioned, essentially a 15th man on the roster. So, um, Tommy, are you surprised that the Knicks brought back Arch given – his extremely limited role, at least on-court role with the team? Yeah, I think that's the key there is on-court role, EJ. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, when you're talking about a 15th guy in the roster, there's a calculus there that coaches and GMs that that they have to kind of figure out. Uh, You don't necessarily want the most talented player who thinks he's deserving of 15 minutes a game or starting. There are plenty of 15th men in the NBA that are trying to claw their way into the starting lineup and beat out the other guy for competition. Um, You know, in other words, the Knicks need a backup four. Would Christian Wood have been a a better signing? I'm not saying that the Knicks could have had him. I'm sure he had no interest in coming to New York and, you know, potentially, you know, sitting on the bench for months at a time. Um, Went to L.A., you know, more, you know, uh, 
obviously AD is not going to, you know, he's going to look, look to sit out far more frequently than Julius Randle, et cetera. Um, more minutes, you know, as a backup role, but just as an example, there are other players of similar, uh, not quite as talented as Christian Wood, but uh, certainly capable of contributing on a nightly basis. And just as importantly, believing that they are more than capable of contributing on a nightly basis. So therefore, if they don't play, they're going to bellyache. They're going to complain. They're going to potentially, you know, and, and sometimes that's good. If you have a young developing roster, you yeah. you don't want any, you know, anybody content um, to kind of be in their role. You want to figure out, you know, you have a diamond in the rough, you know, maybe he gets five minutes a game and makes most of it, turns that into 15, et cetera. Um, with the Knicks as currently constituted, um, you know, Tibbs, let's, let's say uh, a little bit stuck in his ways. Let's just put it that way for better or for worse. Um, he's, he, he has a certain way of running things in terms of rotations, et cetera. Um, we, we, we essentially know the Knicks eight man rotation, nine man rotation, 10 man rotation. Should they extend it out? Um, should there be injuries? They have certain slots to fill. So all that being said, there's not much value in terms of on-court value for the 15th player. So so what are you looking for? You're looking for someone who's going to compete hard in practice. You're going to look for somebody who's going to cheer for his teammates. You're looking for someone who's going to be supportive. And uh, this is a an undoubted factor in this decision. Mm-hmm. The guy that's the, the now the face of your franchise is going to be a free agent in two years. So if you if you yeah. if you sign the best man at his wedding or one of the you know one of the the groomsmen at his wedding, that is not a insignificant factor in all of this. Yeah. Um, does it mean that the, that 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 Brunson's automatically going to resign and give the Knicks a discount? No, but again, it's about this. The 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 president of basketball operations for the Knicks is an agent who understands very well all the things that go into signing a player, um, comfort level. Uh, you know, his, his, his relationship with the team and the organization and the, and the, and the players. Um, so keeping J- Jalen Brunson happy, keeping Josh Hart, you know, content, even though you locked him into a new deal. Um, it all makes sense in the big picture. Um, I, I'm not at all surprised that they get an unselfish guy that's willing to contribute um, and, and, and just kind of play his role um, as, as kind of an assistant coach and, 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 and the assistant point guard, et cetera. Um, yeah. So yeah, long story short, I'm not shocked that this is, that this deal went down. Yeah. I'm not surprised uh, mostly because as you mentioned, Tibbs is a guy who kind of, as you mentioned, is stuck in his ways, stubborn uh, principles, however you want to put it, maybe some a little nicer, some a little more harsher in terms of how the description is, but all in the same lines that, um, he knows how he wants his team to be run. He knows how he wants his roster to be constructed if he has that um, opportunity. And one thing we know about Tibbs is if Tibbs likes you, you're kind of a Tibbs guy for life. Like he'll always uh, have you in consideration. He'll always uh, give you a spot if there's one available. And it seems to me that Ryan has definitely ingratiated himself into the Tibbs family, I feel. Yep. Like I think this actually may have more to do less to do with even Villanova and more to do with Tibbs and him being like, Hey, I like that this guy was the 15th guy. And we saw, I mean, Ryan was up cheering for the guys all the time. Uh, You know, he, he wasn't necessarily Theo Pinson, but he was definitely a guy who cheered for his teammates or was supportive of his teammates on the bench. Um, Seemed totally, totally fine with only getting in with one minute left when the Knicks up or down 30 points. So, and what I know Tibbs definitely values, and I would assume is one of the reasons why Ryan Archidiakono is coming back, is Tibbs values guys who practice well. And you, if you don't practice well, he won't put you on the team, especially a guy who's, you know, trying to basically stick in the NBA. So my assumption is that Ryan Archidiakono practices uh, extremely well, which is why 
Tibbs is bringing them back. The Knicks do have a lot of guards. So when it comes to the value of having him as a practice player, I kind of question that because you, you got rid of Toppin and added another guard in Dante DiVincenzo. You already have Deuce, JB, IQ, and I mentioned DiVincenzo as your guards. I might have forgotten somebody, but I think that's all of them. So now you add Ryan Archie Jackson to that. I don't know how in terms of practice time and scrimmaging. I mean, Ryan's a tough kid. I mean, you watch him play at Villanova. He's kind of like a hard nose, kind of just will do anything kind of guy. But I mean, he's 6'2. He's 6'3. I don't know how much work he's getting with the wing guys and things like that. So that is probably my own only question mark is as good a guy as the team Arch is, is based on the numbers. Is this the right kind of practice player you need? I don't know. Uh, but at the end of the day, you know, he's going to be one of four or five guys that's going to be fighting for one spot. This is an exhibit nine deal, according to Ian Bagley. So essentially, uh, if he makes a team, then the Knicks will have to give him a one-year deal that's at the vet's minimum. And this is basically a tryout situation. And Ryan will be with Isaiah Roby and some of the other guys that are in the mix for that last spot. And I think it will be curious for me, if Ryan gets that spot, that means those other guys who maybe would make, make more sense from a positional standpoint just didn't, didn't get it done. I'm, I'm very curious about what his chances are of making the team, given the number of guards they already have. Well, Roby is actually included in that first 14. So even oh, though he's in the 14, okay. Yeah, yeah. Even though it's a non-guaranteed contract, not necessarily, obviously not guaranteed to make, you know, that there's a kicker that gets right. in should be on the opening day roster. Um, so they could keep Roby and, and Arch, for instance. Right. Um, so, and yeah, and the other thing with the practice is it's, it's, it's not as important as it once was, as we've talked about before. There's just, there, you know, you don't have many, many opportunities to practice. There's, you know, there's language right. written in CBA that, you, you know, um, uh, we saw the, uh, Tyson Chandler, you know, joking about, you know, making Tibbs, making guys run defensive slides after wins and et cetera, stuff like that. Um, so Tibbs will, you know, push things to the, to, you know, out as far as possible, but, um, there's just, you know, given the travel schedule, um, and and just the 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 realization really you know, again it's not just that the players are lazy it's g- general managers and, and executives and analytics department understand that pushing guys to two hour practices on the after a, after a, a, a you know an overtime game the night before another road trip to you know Sacramento whatever uh, may not be the most you know again that's up to argument you know there's there's no proven data there's no you know there I'm sure there's going to come a, a coach is going to come along at some point in the near future and kind of flip it on the script and you know have guys go you know day after day after day after day um, and, and he'll get some pushback and you know we'll see where that goes but. Um, Again, a lot of it's locker room stuff, camaraderie, uh, on the plane. There's just value in having a guy that makes other players feel comfortable, that the coaching staff is comfortable with. Um, you know, it's, it's uh, you know, like uh, in environments we all work in, you know, if you, if, you know, if you, if you work in a, a, an accounting office, nobody wants to be around a guy that's complaining a lot and I should have got promoted and I, I can't believe I get, have to work overtime to get paid, you know, this little amount of yeah. money. Whereas if you have a guy that's just content and happy and, you know, (laughs) use it and use it as a privilege just to be on the team or on the accounting, you know, departments, uh, you know, salary, you know, that, that type of thing. Um, And I'm sure all that stuff gets factored into those decisions um, when you're trying to fill out a roster. Yeah. Those guys that are on uh, training camp exhibit 10 or exhibit nine deals fighting for it, it could be this 15 spot would be arch, Charlie Brown Jr., Dwayne Washington Jr., and Jacob Toppin, Obi Toppin, yes. 
brother. Yeah. So those those guys is you know again uh, uh you know Brown or a Toppin. You think those guys may fit better given the need for the team, right? But at the same time, again, if, if this is a 15th guy on the roster, maybe the Knicks would just value a guy who they they know will show up to work on time and do all the right things, you know? Exactly. And just one other thing, uh, Arch is on Exhibit 9. The other guys are on Exhibit 10 deals. So there's yes. the, the small difference there is the Exhibit 10 contract, your money gets guaranteed if you play a certain amount of games for the Knicks G League affiliate in Westchester. Um, so that's another reason why. And again, even if there's a um, positional need, the Knicks have those two-way contracts they can use at top end. They can bring top end down for a game to play some power forward or, you know, yeah. how, how, however that may play out. So that's why I would um, suggest that it's likely um, that Arch gets that 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 15 spot over those guys based on the contract language um, and, and just the, the ability for the Knicks to send those guys to the G League as opposed to uh, Archie Diacono. Um, so we'll, we'll see how it plays out. And obviously there's, you know, we still got a couple weeks before training camp um, yep. even starts. So, you know, there's trade, you know, is Evan Fournier going to come, you know, do they, yeah. you know, does it, do that, does that clear a roster spot? Um, you know, the Knicks will obviously keep an eye on, you know, cause some guys are going to shake loose uh, that the, the OKC still has to cut a couple good players. There'll be some guys that get cut uh, over the next month or so, you know, six weeks uh, before the start of the season that, uh, you know, could be surprising. Yeah, it will be, and the Knicks have shown that they will be very flexible with the last man on the roster spot. I mean, they've yes. done this now for pretty much the entire time Leon has been here. Um, they they will cut guys, they will sign guys, cut guys, and then sign guys back. I mean, they some of the sometimes following who's actually on the Knicks roster, at least on the back end, has been tricky. Like I like I saw Dwayne Washington was there, I wasn't sure because he had been cut yep. at least once, maybe twice. Yep. So uh, sometimes it's hard to know exactly who's on the team, given uh, how they how they they work this. So they they definitely take uh, full advantage of league CBA, full advantage of the roster maneuvering moves. So um, so we'll be curious to see if if Arch ends up making the team because uh, again, talking about adding a Villanova Wildcat, and as you mentioned, a good point about uh, his relationship with with Jalen Brunson, which I didn't know was that strong until we all saw that picture of him being a groomsman. I was like, oh, I didn't know. It was like that. And then uh, DiVincenzo, was, I think, was a groomsman as well. Uh, we always talk about the heart and and, and, and Brunson relationship. But those other guys now, we know, are both extremely close to Jalen Brunson as well. So can't hurt to have uh, some friends of your franchise player uh, on the team. As we see with the, how, how the Bucks have done, where they just sign every Oscar that's available <laughs> in order to keep Giannis happy. 